Section 8 of the Works of Edgar Allan Poe, Raven Edition, Volume 5. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Simon Smoke. Why the Little Frenchman Wears His Hand in a Sling by Edgar Allan Poe It's on my visiting card, sure enough, and it's them that's all a pink satin paper that any gentleman places may behold the interesting words. Sir Patrick O. Grandison, Baronet, 39 Southampton Row, Russell Square, Paris O'Bloomsbury. And should you be waiting to discover who is the pink of politeness quite, and the lighter of the hot tongue in the whole city of London, why, it's just myself. And fate that same is no wonder at all, at all. So be pleased to stop curling your nose. For every inch of the six wakes that I've been a gentleman, and left out with the back throwing to take up with the baronessy. It's Patrick that's been living like a holy impra and getting the education and the graces. Yeah. <laughs> and would it be a blessed thing for, for your spirits if you could lay your two papers just upon Sir Patrick O'Grandison, baronet, when he's already dressed for the opera? or stepping into the brisky for the drive into the Hyde Park. But it's the elegant big figure that I ave, for the ration of which all the ladies fall in love with me. Isn't it my own sweet self now that will measure the six foot, and the three inches more nor that, in my stockings, and that I'm exceedingly well proportioned all over to match? And it is really more than three foot and a bit that there is, anyhow, of the little old foreigner Frenchman that lives just over the way. And that's a ogling and a goggling the whole day. And bad luck to him. And the poor dear witty Mr. Strackle, that's my own next door neighbor. God bless her, and a most particular friend and acquaintance. You perceive the little spalpeen is summit down in the mouth, and wears his left hand in a sling. And it's for that same thing, by your love, that I'm going to give you the good reason. The truth of the whole matter is just simple enough. For the very first day that I come from Connaught, and showed my sweet little self in the straight to the widow, who was looking through the window, it was a gone case altogether, with the heart of the party, Mistress Trackle. I perceived it, you see, all at once. And no mistake, and that's God's truth. First of all, it was up with the windy in a jiffy, and then she drew open her two papers to the utmost, and then it was a little gold spy class that she clapped tight to one of them, and devil may burn me if I didn't speak to me as plain as a peeper could speak. And says it through the spy glass. 
Ooch! The tip of the morning to ye, Sir Patrick O'Grandison, Baronet, Mavornin. And it's an eh, gentleman that ye are, sure enough. And it's meself that me fordin' jist that'll be at your service, dear, any time o' day, at all, at all, for the asking. And it's not meself ye would have to be baiting the politeness. So I made her a bow that would have broken your heart altogether to behold. And then I pulled aff me hat with a flourish, and then I winked at her heart with both eyes. As much as to say, true for you, your sweet little creature, Mrs. Dracul, me darling, and I wish I may be drowned dead in a bog, if it's not myself, Sir Patrick O'Grandison, baronet, that'll make a whole bushel o' laugh to your ladyship in the twinkling o' the eye of a Londonderry purity. And it was the next morning, sure, just as I was making up me mind whether it wouldn't be the perlite thing to send a bit o' writing to the witty by way of a love letter, when up come the delivery servant with an elegant card, and he told me that the name on it, for I never could read the copperplate printing on account of being left-handed, was all about Monsieur de Count, a goose, Lucchese, Major de Downs, and that the whole of the devilish lingo was the spalpini long name of the little old foreign Frenchman as left over the way. And just with that in come the little William himself, and then he made me a breath of a bow, and then he said he had only taken the liberty of doing me the honour of giving me a call. And then he went on to palaver at a great rate, and dibbled a bit did I comprehend what he would be after the tilling me at all at all excepting and saving that he said pully woe woolly woe and told me among a bushel o lies bad luck to him that he was mad for the love of my witty mistress trackle and that my witty mrs trackle had a punch for him at the hearing of this ye may swear though i was as mad as a grasshopper but i remembered that i was Sir Patrick O'Grandison, Baronet, and that it wasn't altogether gentle to lead the anger, give the upper hand o' oh, the politeness. So I made light o' oh, the matter and kept dark and got quite sociable with the little chap. And after a while, what did he do but ask me to go with him to the widdies? saying he would give me the fashionable introduction to her ladyship is it there ye are said i then to myself and it's true for you patrick that ye're the fortunatest mortal in life we'll soon see now whether it's your sweet self or whether it's little monsieur Major de Dons, that Mistress Trackle is head and ears in the Lowit. With that we went aft to the widdies next door, and ye may well say it was an elegant place. So it was. There was a carpet all over the floor, and in one corner there was a forty penny, and a Jew's harp, and the devil knows what else, 
and in another corner was a sophie the beautifulest thing in all nature and sitting on the sophie sure enough there was the sweet little angel mistress draco the tip o' the morning to ye says i mrs draco and then i made such an elegant obeisance that you would have quite altogether bewildered the brain o ye willy woo pully woo plump in the mud says the little foreigner frenchman and sure mrs trackle says he that he did isn't this gentleman here just his reverence sir patrico grandison baronet and isn't he altogether and entirely the most particular friend and acquaintance that i have in the whole world and with that the witty she gets up from the shelfy and makes the sweetest curtsy nor ever was seen and thin down she sits like an angel and thin by the powers it was that little spalpeen monsieur maitre de dons that plumped himself right down by the right side of her ouch i expected the two eyes o me would have come out of my head on the spot i was so desperate mad however bait who says i after a while is it there ye are monsieur maitre didons and so down i plumbed on the left side of her ladyship to be even with the villain botheration it would have done your heart good to perceive the elegant double wink that i gave her just thin right in the face with both eyes but the little old frenchman he never began to suspect me at all at all and desperate hard it was he made the love to her ladyship woolly woo says he pully woo says he plumping the mud says he that's all to no use monsieur frog mavornin thinks i and i talked as hard as and fast as i could all the while and thought it was myself just that devoured her ladyship completely and entirely by reason of the elegant conversation that i keep up with her all about the dear box of connet and by and by she give me such a sweet smile from one end of her mouth to the other that it made me as bold as a pig and i just took hold of the end of her little finger in the most delicatest manner in nature looking at her all the while out over the whites of my eyes and then only perceived the cuteness of the sweet angel for no sooner did she observe that i was after the squeezing of her flipper than she up with in a jiffy and put it away behind her back just as much as to say now thin sir patrigo grandison there's a bitter chance for ye my warning for it's not altogether the gentle thing to be after the squeezing of my flipper rightful in the sides of that little foreign frenchman monsieur maitre didons with that i give her a big wink just to say let sir patrick alone for the like so then tricks and then i went easy to work and you'd have died with the diversion to behold how cleverly i slipped my right arm between the back of the sophie and the back of her ladyship and there 
Sure enough, I found a sweet little flipper all waiting to say the tip of the morning to ye, Sir Patrick O'Grandison, Baronet. And wasn't it meself sure that just gived in the least little bit of squeeze in the world, all in the way of a commencement, and not to be too rough with her ladyship? And oh, botheration, wasn't it the gentlest and delicatest of all the little squeezes that I got in return? Blood and thunder, Sir Patrick, my morning, thanks I to myself. Fate, it's just the mother's son of you, and nobody else at all, at all. That's the handsomest and the fortunatest young buckthrotter that ever come out of Connet. And with that, I give the flipper a big squeeze, and a big squeeze it was by the powers that her ladyship gave to me back. But it would have split the seven sides of you with the laughing to behold. Just then, all at once, the consented behavior of Monsieur Major de Dons. The likes of such a jabbering and a smirking and a parley wooing as he began with her ladyship never was known before upon earth. And devil may burn me if it wasn't me own very two peepers that quatched him tipping her the wink out of one eye. Oh, if it wasn't me so thin, that was mad as a Kilkenny cat, I should like to be told who it was. Let me inform you, Monsieur Maitre de Dons, said I, as pearlied as ever ye said. That is not the gentle thing at all, at all, and not for the likes o oh, you anyhow to be after the ogling and a goggling at her ladyship in that fashion. And just with that such another squeeze as it was, I gave her flipper all as much as to say, Isn't Sir Patrick now my jewel that'll be able to the protecting o oh, you, Mardile? And then there comes another squeeze back, all by way of the answer. True for you, Sir Patrick. It said as plain as ever a squeeze said in the world. True for you, Sir Patrick, Mavornian. And it's a proper, neat gentleman ye are. That's God's truth. And with that she opened her two beautiful peepers, till I beloved they would have come out of her head altogether and entirely. And she looked first as mad as a cat at Monsieur Frog, and then as smiling as all out outdoors at myself. Then, oh, uh, and a woolly-woo, pulley-woo, and then with that he shoved up his two shoulders till the devil the bit of his head was to be discovered and then he let down the two corners of his parity trap and then not a haphorn more of the satisfaction would i get out old spalpeen believe me my jewel it was sir patrick that was unreasonable math thin and the more by token that the frenchman kept and wit his winking at the witty and the witty she kept and wit the squeezing of my flipper as much as to say at him against sir patrick o'grandison my warning so i just tripped out with a big oath and says i ye little spalpeeny frock of a buck-throtting son of a bloody noun and just thin what do you think it was that her ladyship did trot she jumped off from the sofa as if she was bit and made off to the door 
while I turned my head round after her, in a complete bewilderment of moderation, and followed her with me two peepers. You perceive I had a reason of my own for knowing that she couldn't get down the stairs altogether and entirely, for I knew very well that I had hold of her hand, for the devil the bit had I ever let it go. And says I, isn't it the last little bit of a mistake in the world that you've been after the making here, ladyship? Come back now, that's a darling, and I'll give ye your flipper. But aff she went down the stairs like a shot, and then I turned round to the little French foreigner. <sighs> if it wasn't a spalpeeny little pot that I had hold of in my own, why then, then it wasn't. That's all. And maybe it wasn't myself that just died then outright with laughing to behold the little chap when he found out that it wasn't the witty at all at all that he had had hold of all the time, but only Sir Patrick O'Grandison. The old devil himself never beheld such a long face as he pet and as for Sir Patrick O'Grandison, baronet. It wasn't for the likes of his reverence to be after the minding of a trifle of a mistake. Ye may just say, though, for it's God truth, that afore I left hold of the flipper of the spalpeen, which was not till after her ladyship's footman had kicked us both down the stairs, I give it such a neat little broth of a squeeze as made it all up into raspberry jam. Woolly woo, says he, pully woo, says he, cut tam! And that's just the truth of the reason why he wears his left hand in a sling. End of section eight. Recording by Simon Smoke.